Pushing the button, Mrs. Ryan. Okie dokie. Drew Manley. 9-11 cool. Hello there, Mrs. Ryan. Hi. Hello, hello. Oh, we're back. We're back. Chad did a good job. Everything's in the right place. Put some <laughs> lights on. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> you really have everything. Wow. Uh, what's happening? Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Hello, hello. Today is Monday, April 22nd, 2019. My name is Jay Ryan. This is Nicole Ryan. We are the Ryans, and this is It's Tonight's Show. Our guest this evening uh, is, his name is Drew Manley, but I have a feeling most of you are going to know him by the name of 9-11 Cooled. That's right. We've got each other in the in each other's sights. We're going to finally have a conversation here. All this, all this, it's been literally a couple years. We have known each other via Instagram and gone to all the same events, done all very even similar things. We never met until here today. That's, I love how this world works. <laughs> so cool. It's so cool. Uh, but anyway, he's here with his whole family. We've got a full house, and um, we're going to be talking to him in just a few minutes. Until then, Mrs. Ryan, I have uh, very few things to get to today, but I'd like to check in with you and see how you're doing. It's been a weekend. We're back. What's new? Uh, nothing really new. I'm low energy, but I'm keeping a positive attitude. It seems to be status quo at this point, though, right? Like you're always low, en- and I'm not trying to make fun of that or make light of it. <laughs> but you are, I mean, that's kind of status quo. You're. I've I want learned- you to realize that, I guess, so that there's a new bar set it's on purpose so it's hard for me to acclimate it's harder for me to acclimate because it's like i shouldn't be control i'm trying to keep it down on purpose oh to give me more of it it's hotter oh, 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 oh. And- you're finally trying to re- you're trying to regulate yeah okay good for Growing you Growing up, man. so it's not so your energy is low because you are um rationing it right now you're trying to not blow it all in a in Correct. a manic state. Correct. <laughs> well, ta-da. Hey, good for you. Using my cane more. It is what it is. It is what it is. Good for you. Good for you. Um, I think that's awesome. Thanks. Do you realize that that's kind of a personal accomplishment for you? Probably. It's probably why I'm teary about it, but yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, there's nothing wrong with that, but I, I'm, <laughs> everybody's so proud of you. I'm so proud of you, but everybody's so proud of you. Thanks. So that. Um, now that that's out of the way. <laughs> just kidding. Kidding. Just kidding. We had a great weekend. Um, yeah. Last week, Mike Brewer was here, and uh, uh, one of your colleagues, um, Leanne, mm-hmm. uh, was here on Thursday. That was a, a great show. I watched it back. It was very interesting to me because it was – I'm in the middle of your new brain and your old brain. <laughs> right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, it was a weird – watching it back, I – I don't know. It was it was just very interesting to me. I don't know if the show is good or not, but I really enjoyed it. I watched it over the weekend. Oh, okay. And um, uh, or parts of it anyway. And I, I just I wanted to say thanks to Leanne for coming over. But what an interesting week. Yeah. What an interesting week we have coming up, and what an interesting future the show has. <laughs> it's incredible. We were having some conversations before the show with Drew, and you brought up some stuff. I brought up some stuff. Um, I don't know. Future future's bright. It's a good yeah. time. Good time. Yeah. It's a good time. Good time to be us. I agree with that wholeheartedly. With that, let's check in on the East Coast. Oh, yeah. We've got uh, – well, back to the studio for a second. I'll explain something. There we go. Uh, one of the nice things about having our good old buddy Danbury Chive K 
Kazman at uh, BMW is we get the stuff the moment it lands. So we have seen a car testing up at the Crest a lot. I mean, for literally probably a year and a half, two years. It's oh, yeah. the uh, it's the BMW Z4. It's landed. Let's take a look. Good morning, Mr. and Mrs. Ryan. Kazman here. Brooks inside working. I wanted to give you something new because, you know, you like cars on the show and stuff like that. And the new Z4 is here. Uh, it's nice. It's not the same as my old Z4. It's a lot more expensive. Uh, it looks pretty, though. It's got a rag top again, which is kind of nice, uh, as you can see. What else we got here? Got a little, uh, she calls it, Brooke calls it the tail fin, little tail fin in the back. But it's nice. You know, this is the uh, M40, but for like 63 grand, it's kind of crazy. It's got the, the red interior and all that good stuff. That's it. Random love. Uh, it's uh, Friday. I know you guys are probably at Newcombs. Well, you'll be at Newcombs when you wake up. It's, it's still fucking early here in Connecticut. So, love you guys. Catch you later. Bye. That was obviously Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kazman. Uh, what do you think of that Z4? I'd like we had I've, one. We should probably tell people. We used yeah. to have one. We had the previous generation. This, not that one, but whatever the one that just that it just replaced, though. I don't miss it, so it's hard for me to love that car because I love ours so much. Yeah, same I'm sure here. it's super nice. Kudos. Same here. It was really fun to drive, but it wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't. There was something. It wasn't. A, it didn't. It was the uh, the beginning of when BMW stopped being BMW. You yeah, know, the feel and the whole bit. Yeah, it uh, went down. It was, and we had the duded up one that was fully loaded, and it was, he's right about them getting super expensive, but I don't know. That looked more like an SLK to me, like a Mercedes SLK. Oh, yeah. Like from uh, whenever, whenever they, I don't think they make that car anymore, but they used to. (laughs) That's what it looks like. Uh, Very quickly, I would like to, nah, you know what? I'm going to do it during the break. We have a fantastic backstage pass from our good friend Ray Schaefer. In fact, I'm going to do this now. (laughs) (laughs) it's like she knows um we'll play the ray schaefer video during uh the break after the what's going on and and i'll do this then i'll do this then all right we're just gonna go out of order i'm gonna give you what's flag oh we're calling an audible everybody flag on the play can we do the what's going on now yes we. mrs ryan it's time to ask the question that's on everyone's mind what's going on There was there a, a situation that was in a bunch of articles today that uh, it spawned me reading a bunch of articles okay. about um, a kind of bird called wood ducks mm. that are a kind of brood. They call them brood parasites. Cuckoos are like this, too. There are certain birds that are like, oh, I'm going to lay an egg in another egg, another nest, and then jettison off. And, like, and so, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, so a duck and an owl. And so the woman that found it was like, uh, it was out in California or Florida, I mean. Mm-hmm. And the woman called like the vet, the not, whatever the animal resources, and was like, I think the owl could eat this duckling. Like, I don't know what to do. And the person she spoke to was like, Yeah, you shouldn't get the duck out of there. It's like not cool. Here's the thing <laughs> I feel like this is all wonderful information, but uh, so a woman was looking out at her oh, birdhouse. Yeah. And saw an owl, which was living in this birdhouse and had moved in a couple weeks previously, poke its head out. No big deal. Then another head poked out, and it was this little duckling that had apparently been laid in the owl's nest in this birdhouse, etc., which I think is probably where you picked up on the story. The owl was also an egg, so it was weird timing. Oh, I see. But uh, I did go on 
pretty long on that. No, no. <laughs> so, not, not implying that. I just want to make sure there's enough story to follow. Oh, I'm aware. Oh. It was my brain just took a vacation. <laughs> Welcome back. This is what happens. Uh, see, okay, this is great. See, the scientists are seeing how the nervous system works in a different way, like not through humans, but through fungus and insects. <laughs> fungus. Go scientists. Here's the, it is what it is. Fungus get in insects and turn them into zombies sometimes. And sometimes they just go after their body and sometimes they go after their brain. But it's teaching scientists a lot of how the nervous system works. Okay. So it's pretty fascinating, even though it's really weird. But it attacks a lot of ants and stuff. So, and I'm not a big ant person. But I did want to know how to say this word. C-I-C-A... A-B-A. Are we talking about a bug? Yeah. Cicada bug? That's the one. I can't believe it. That's when the one. When you said C, I knew it was going to be cicada. That's so weird. Yeah. Uh, I don't know much about them, but when I was a kid, they were compared to the locusts. They were coming and they were they, they came and they ate all the trees and we thought they were going to, you know, it was like a whole big deal up in the Northeast. I heard that too and I never, i It sounded biblical, by the way. For 20 I mean, it was years. really a big deal. The way it, the story yeah. sounded like a big deal. Never knew how to say that, but they're, uh, they, the algae goes after them too. I don't know that it's the same, but there was also in the same, the same, this is my dad, it's all my dad's information, but Katie did, is Katie did a bug as well? Yeah. And is it the same or no? Oh, they I don't know. Too. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll look into <laughs> that. That was for me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. They're making Bitmoji Bibles now. That is the newest way they can go after people early to expand their minds. <laughs> um uh, it, it's a, it's a neat exploration of a different kind of language. Okay. But I don't know. They're combining Judaism and Catholicism and all sorts of religions. So okay. I don't know how it goes. But be on the lookout because it's going <laughs> to... It, what I think is entertaining about this is that it will show us how we think. It's like a, it's like a verbal Rorschach test of like what things seem to mean. Okay. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, and lastly, this is... I got really hung up on this. I love the island in Hawaii that we go to. Kauai. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there is a Kauai camper rental place there called Kauai Camper, camper Rentals. Oh, that, so creative. I know. Well, that's a lot of Kauai. But uh, this guy and his wife run this camper business mm-hmm. with like fully redone. It's on Kauai. Do you know where? You because can go. We know that island so well. I thought maybe we'd say, oh, we don't like that part of the island, so we wouldn't want to stay there. Their but point is you can go anywhere and stay. You can drive the campers and stay oh, it's on not a camp- beach. It's an RV. They, I guess, it's, they're, they're calling it campers. They're okay. like renovated fleet, uh, fleet uh, from 85 to 90. And they're fully orchestrated with like linens and pots and pans and stuff. So you can drive them and go to any beach and they will tell you where to go. I like Kauai. I, I do too. I like I, I'm Kauai. sure that pots and pans do not uh, give you the ability to drive, but that's what your story just told me. And I was asking if it is drivable or not. I don't want to. I want to get into it. This is me versus you. I'm happy with all of your stories. Everything's amazing. It is. They are drivable. They're fully restored fleets right. of camper vans. <laughs> Perfect. That's it. That's it. And that's been what's going on, Mrs. Ryan. To pump some more oxygen into the newsroom, I think. I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly, getting sleepy back there. Here's the um, deal. I'm gonna just let everyone know. I'm not writing as much of my cards, so I'm not having as much recall. 
so that I don't talk as much I think sometimes. You're, I think you're doing great. <laughs> I think you're fabulous. Uh, in the meantime, during that, well, okay, so now we're going to take a break in just a second. We're going to get Drew in here, but uh, before that, we're going to let you watch a little video uh, from Mr. Ray Schaefer. It's a backstage pass. You already know what that is. Here we go. Uh, but if you're not already, please consider following. <laughs> If you're not already, please consider following Ray Shaver for your backstage pass to Porsche Classic brand heritage and travel-related material. That's Ray.Shafer, S-H-A-F-F-E-R. Thank you. All right, we'll be right back. Drew Manley will be in here from 9-11 Cooled. Check out this video with the backstage pass in the meantime. See you in a few. Good morning, Jay and Nicole from the Atlanta Motorsports Park Karting Center. Here we are today for a championship kart race. Going to be a tough one for racing this guy, who hasn't been a guest on your show yet, but hopefully will be soon. Jim Goodlett, JC Goodlett 2. We won't do the hand signal this time. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, kids. Anyway, here we go. Going to be a fun day. Some racing. Beautiful kart track. Unbelievable so, kart track. Unbelievable. Uh, what do you You've been to some other car tracks before. What do you think it is? Uh, it's the top in the United States by far. We saw last year a Brazilian team and an English team, and they both said that it's the best in the world that they've ever driven. So, yeah, it's fantastic. Cool. Cool. Well, we'll get some great footage of the other carts going around the track because we'll be busy driving these massive four-stroke, powerful, all right, maybe not so much, but momentum. momentum. It's all about momentum. Yeah, so, Mo Momentum. Absolutely. We'll have that, and uh, yeah, we'll have a good time. So we'll see you soon, and you guys have a great show. Cheers. One of the great features of the Atlanta Motorsports Park karting track is the four-story elevation drop called the Ski Jump, and it's right behind me here. Take a look at this.
<laughs> All right, and we are back with Drew, and we're now we're live on the vlog. Hey, yeah, right? we are. We got Inception going on. We got the vlog within the vlog. It's pretty Inception. wild. It's our first time because we haven't met until today. Yes, that is super wild, and we're just you know <laughs> like I think thirty five miles apart, but sometimes that could be. Is that is that true? Yeah, it's about I think we're about where 30, where are you located? I'm in I'm in Chino Hills. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, so like when we do the uh, the the Chad McQueen uh, car show, exactly. friends yeah. of uh, Steve McQueen car show, exactly. that's near you. Exactly. That's okay. Right there. Well, yeah. geez, we'll see you at that this year, probably, right? Uh, yeah. When is that? Is that usually in the fall? I think. Mm, I always S- remember it being really hot out, so I'm thinking summertime. Okay. I think like July. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's crazy how fast that always so comes around. Yeah, it is. Um. Well, welcome, welcome. I'm very happy you're here. Um. And it's pretty cool, like I said, to be on the vlog. You've got your whole family here. You guys feel free to watch or not. I, I don't want them to be, you know, sequestered in there if uh, right. need be. But uh, I would love to talk um, about 9-11 Cooled. I would like to know why you started it. I would like to know what it is. Let's start with what is 9-11 Cooled. Sure, sure. you are 9-11 Cooled. Actually, you know what? I brought you guys some gifts. I want to – Oh, my like, goodness. Let's see. Um, I'm sure – I bought you guys a poster and some mugs and stuff. I know you guys. Have oh my stuff. gosh! Thanks, some dude. stickers and postcards so nice. in there. Um, what is all this stuff? What's brought in some, here? Um, brought you guys a mug. What's oh, up? this is the I see. And you guys have nine nine seven, so yeah. I brought you a nine nine seven mug. Oh, you're um, so nice. Yeah, and some there's some postcards and stuff in there. Nice. Stuff that we do so. You're very. Uh, this is very nice. Thank you, yeah. everybody. Thank you, everybody. This is yeah, super cool. Sure. There's a bunch yeah. of stuff in here. All right. All right, so 9-11 cooled, other than having tons of awesome swag for cool talk shows. <laughs> what is it? Uh, tell us what it is and then why you started it. You know, um, about a year and a half ago, I wanted to start um, something where I can do a little bit more traveling and stuff with my wife. She's a big traveler. Um, and um, Like always, that's her jam. She, she just loves to travel. I'm not so much. You know, I, for me, <laughs> traveling is a lot of work. You know, you got to... It's, you know, you can't ever rest because if you do, it's like you kind of wasted a whole day and it costs you like 500 bucks just not to do anything. Because all so your stuff is stagnant. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, for me, I wanted to kind of find a way to, um, you know, from owning a shop, I own a, a camera rental shop and, you know, I was in there day in, day out. You want to plug the shop? Um, yeah, it's uh, in downtown Pomona. It's called IE Photo Rentals. There you go. Um, we've been around for about close to 10 years now. It's pretty good. And so... Um, yeah, we're just kind of a small mama papa shop, and we cater to a lot of locals and you know a lot of uh, amateurs and starter um, photographers, wedding photographers, and whatnot. So, um, you know, it's something that I really love to do. But um, after about um, seven years, I kind of wanted to see if I can start something a little bit more new, uh, fresh. And so I kind of started something that I just I want- business-wise, you were just motivated to do something new in business. Yeah, you know, and also I have a I have a lot of interns who always kind of complain a lot about how things never go their way and whatnot. So I kind of, I started this almost as a way to prove to them that you can learn something from, from scratch. Sure. You know, cause I wasn't doing video work. I've been a photographer for about 16 years, but I never really did video. I never got in front of cameras and stuff. So all of that was very new for me. And I wanted to prove to them that you, if, if you just set your mind to something that, you know, you could do it. Absolutely. And, um, you know, for me with 9-11s also, I didn't know how the 9-11 culture was going to be when I first got into it. The way I got into 9-11s, you know, might be different from maybe how you got into 9-11s. And so when I got into Chances it. Are. Yeah, pretty much, yet, right? <laughs> yet it's the same at the core, you know what right, I mean? Right, exactly. And I think for me it's um, finding um, finding that the 9-11, not just 9-11, but the Porsche culture and, and lifestyle in California, but not just here, but 
in Florida when I just went there and just all around the world is that, you know, the Porsche culture is really different. You know, people here are just really just passionate mm. about their love for cars, but not just cars, but life, yeah. you know. And so I, I fell in love with the car, but the culture really just it really took me for a different spin. And um, was that a surprise? It was. I mean, you're saying it like it sounds like it might be. It might have it, been. A it surprise. was because you know, um, I've I've owned Japanese cars coming from this point, and I think a lot of it comes from the Japanese culture. Starts what what would I like to consider even VWs when you have grassroots brands, mm-hmm. you have a lot of young people in it, and when you have a lot of young people in it, you have a lot of drama, and you know. Well, look at you. Like you have thought so, it through. Yeah, you know, and so I think a lot of it comes from. I think what's happening now is the Japanese culture or Japanese market is so small, mm-hmm. meaning that. Um, for example, if you get into an, an Apex car, uh, Supra, NSX, um, whatever it may be, Evos, there's really there's a ceiling. There's not a lot of history with Japanese cars, whereas G- German cars they go back, right? You know, and so I think for me, um, once I realized that, I think a lot of people at my age, especially uh, California kids who grew up in the Japanese scene. And you're seeing probably you're probably seeing a bigger fluctuation with I think Asian Americans coming into the Porsche game or okay. even BMW game because what's happening is they're running out of places to go because the brands what the Japanese if if they feel like the economy is taking is going to take a hit they just stop producing cars whereas Porsche is like well we can't stop producing 911s because <laughs> that's their you know almost a bread and butter you know it's almost mm-hmm. SUVs now but you know they have to continue making cars it's certainly the brand recognition right for exactly sure, the 911 so you know with Honda with the S2000 the NSX they are just like you know we're not making it no more they and just so stopped making they just stopped making it yeah it I just, didn't know that. They just ended. In 2005, the NSX yeah, won all was, the awards. Oh, it's the most beautiful exactly. car, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, yeah, but we sold 50 of them, so we're not going to make it anymore. <laughs> exactly. That's that. that's what happens. I, I mean, and, that's not a real figure, but it was not, a, well, not pretty, what they expected. It's pretty close. You know, I think in um, I think in the first two years, they sold They also about, made that car for a dozen years. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> that took forever to make. That Leno and uh, uh, Seinfeld commercial about the first one was how many years before the, they got that's the car? That's the one they stopped making? Yeah. Yeah, and then they brought that in mm. there. So, that, I mean, that's a whole other conversation. But, you know, <laughs> but I think, you know, leading back to this, it's it's the um, the German world, because it's so much more broader and longer history, people are just finding there's a lot more world to this. Okay. And so, and I think it's a lot more mature. But, you know, beyond, like, Lamborghinis and Ferraris, you know, I think the Porsche culture is much different because it is a driving culture. It is a culture of, of, of commodity and stuff. Whereas some of the other ones, not saying Ferrari or Lambo is not, but, you know, there's just a there's different take and stigma with it. So I don't even know if you can go solely by the car brand, but there certainly are. Um, how about this? There are types of people who like to drive and there are types of people who like to talk about their cars. Very true. And there's nothing wrong with either one, but they're just different. They're just different places. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> is that what you mean? Like you can go brand wise, you I, can go mark wise. Yeah, if you I guess you know. I guess that's one way to put it for sure. Some it's more about uh, the socializing and the networking. Sure, you know what I mean. Some well, I brands. Mean, I know. I know. Like some, for example, like Ferraris. Right. Exactly. What you, I mean, you said it. You know, and I think you know with Ferraris. You know, those cars are so delicate with with mileage and and you know value wise and stuff. And versus Porsche, people are just like, I mean. I bought it to drive it, you know, and yeah. so and he, of course Porsche they have unicorn models and stuff, but for the most part, you know, you're gonna find people who own Porsches just like to drive, and so I think Porsche definitely has a unique market space that no other brand does. Yeah, you know, and I think that's 
you know, so, why I started falling in love. So that's what you tied into. So you said, I'm going to do a new business, and I already love 9-11s for all of these reasons. Yeah. So and I I'm going to merge the two? Well, Plus, you already know about cameras. I, you know, for me, to be honest, I didn't. there wasn't really a game plan. It was just like— Well, I, how did it happen, though? Because, I mean, you've got quite a following now. You've got a—I mean, it's a business now. It's it, real. It's, 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 it's getting it's, there. Yeah, I think right now what's happening is that um, even to this point, I still feel like I'm still, you know, just getting my feet wet because, <laughs> yeah, you know, with the, the it's, it's only been a year and a half. And as you know, it's, it's one of those things that there's not a— a book out there or somebody or a mentor guiding you. And I've had a couple of people who've been doing it a long time saying, Hey, this is what you should look out for. But everyone's journey is so different. Right. You know? And when I started yeah. it, good for you for realizing that. Yeah. You know, it's, and I knew that going into it, that it, it was going to be a lot of work. And now 19 months in, I know it's a whole lot of work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was a times where I wasn't sleeping very much and you know, it was, it's almost like just being a one man show wearing 14 different hats oh, yeah. and it's, you know, yeah. it's nonstop. And you guys, I mean, no, no, no. I mean, it's it's nice to hear somebody who's going along the same journey, even though uh, our work is very different. Our art sure. is very different. Yes, yes, yes. I think um, I think for the most part, when you are growing something from from the bottom up, you know, it's you have to do everything. When I yeah. when I started my camera shop, um, it's it was a it was a bootstrapped business. You know, I didn't get you know I used to have customers coming in and say, Hey, where'd you get all this money to start this shop? And I use, you know, I would joke around with them and said I found a lamp and a genie came out yeah. to ask for a camera shop. Absolutely. And they're like, really? And I was like, no, of course not. I mean, if I did, I wouldn't be here talking to you. You know, like my second wish would have been something way better. <laughs> exactly. So I think for me, it's um, you know, when I started the camera shop, it took a lot of energy, a lot of love, and just like this, I mean, I guess inherently, I like to start something from new because I wanted to know if um. If, if I have what it takes to really grow something. You seem to be somebody who challenges yourself at, yeah. at all times, maybe. Is, yeah. that, is that you? Is that you, I, your I DNA? Think, I, think it, I think so, yeah. Yeah. And, well, that's uh, a wonderful thing, right? That's a great place to live. I, I think it depends. You know, it's, I think the work ethic and stuff, it, it allows me to, you know, grow and do all these things. But at the same time, I, I think now I'm getting, I mean, I'm 39, so I feel like as I'm getting older, I feel like the, the, my body is not being able to keep up. Even though yeah, I well, try. We, yeah. <laughs> that's why we landed here. <laughs> exactly the same thing. I'm 42, 41 now, and she's 38, Nine. something like that. Oh, we're same on same kind of, We yeah. have no idea. Um, but, yeah, it's the same exact thing. And, and it's one of those, like, yeah, how do you keep up with it? So what's your answer? I, I don't have an answer right now. I just continue to push until I feel like I can get this to a place where I feel like it's going to be a little bit more stable, which mm-hmm. I don't know when that day is going to be because, you know, I was just talking to a couple of buddies about, um, you know, uh, I was talking to my buddy Mike with Picard talk and he was like, man, you know, how, you know, what'd you do with, um, you know, uh, with this or that? I saw you plug in this company and I was like, yeah, you know, at, at this point in time, you know, I almost, um, I have to charge a little bit for any commercial entity because yeah. at the same time, you know, if you guys are making money, you know, like, Absolutely. you know, you got to kind of share the, um, you know, the bread. And so I think for me, just finding ways to sustain is my biggest goal right now is to say, hey, look, we can, you know, just pay bills and whatnot. You know, I'm lucky enough where my other businesses kind of help sustain me today. But, you know, I don't ever relax on that thought. My thing is like I gave myself That's two clear. years. Yeah. And I gave myself two years from August 2017 to say, hey. Within two years, let me see what I can what I can do, mm-hmm. because if there's not going to be any traction, then I need to find something else. Wow. Um, and so, um, for all you guys out well, there, what did you th- consider traction? 
Traction meaning that Were you know, you open for ten thousand followers. You know, <laughs> I mean, do you, did, did you put some sort of milestone? No, like that on? no. I just wanted to see if there was an overall vibe that I got from the community so it was which your I was gut pursuing. If you, yeah, if you felt it was exactly. Okay, yeah, if I, if I was getting daily emails from people saying you suck, you <laughs> yeah. know, like what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fine. Then I would have been <laughs> like, you either you know stop what? or you lean in. It's exactly. One or the other. Yeah. <laughs> And so, you know, I, I, to be honest, I've wanted to quit so many times, you know, going into this, like, I mean, he <laughs> loves it, folks. He loves it. <laughs> you know, just it, it's, I think, I think going into it, I knew how much work it, it would be. But once being in it, I realized like, man, I think I might be over, you know, over my head on this because it just, it was People don't realize constant. how much work it is, right? It is right? so much work. It's not just that you're at the event shooting the things. It's so much mental work to First of all, take the time, find the time to yeah. plug yourself into something, and then to make a little piece of art out of it—a movie, a, a whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's one it's, of those. There's things. a lot of effort and time. Right, and for me, not knowing video, that was a real challenge because oh, wow. it was Another like, piece. how do you, yeah, how do you take a a car meet that everyone usually just comes to, and it's just a networking event almost. Um, then it just, well, how do you make that interesting? So what like, was the answer? Did you just experiment? Did you just kind of shoot and shoot it, and shoot and find it? It kind of was that. I'm still figuring it out, to be honest. Um, That's a great answer. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I didn't grow up watching YouTube. You know, that was kind of, I think, past my age group. Yeah. I think, I think we missed I, we're the same it, yeah. here. Yeah, exactly. We're doing it now and we're, I'm, uh, uh, <laughs> maybe you're the same way. Now I look at YouTube and I'm like, this is the most amazing resource. <laughs> Everyone is Goodwill hunting. Right, right, right. Do you know what I mean? Every exactly. single person who's got an iPhone is a good, is Goodwill hunting. Or if they want to be. They have the ability to be. Right. It's funny enough, you say that um, my son's Cub Scout, uh, one of the fathers told me this is the first time in history where knowing and not knowing is the same thing. Ooh. And you realize, like, everyone just, you know, if they don't know something, you know, don't just go to their phones. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're their expert, you know. And so I, I'm always kind of cautious of that. I don't ever on my video want to – um, portray something that I'm not. Um, I, you know, I'm only, I've only been at four years. It's, I mean, I know probably like 4% of the Porsche world. It's, there's so much information. It's like, have you been doing it for four years? No, I've, I've, I bought my first Porsche in 2015. Oh, I see. Yeah. You've had the car for, yeah. 2015? Yeah. 2015. Yeah, yeah. that's too. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the that's yellow kind car, of, not the first one, but the right, right, right. Car. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I think in general, um, you know, I, I, I feel like, I didn't realize YouTube was filled with a lot of guys that, you know, put on a show. You know, for me, it was. Oh. <laughs> now I see what you, now I see. Now, good. Okay. Yeah. I think for me, when I started the channel was um, I wanted to find a way to incorporate um, my, my experience, you know, coming into a whole new scene. Yeah. You know, and showing and just sharing that with people saying, hey, look, I, I'm a, I mean, I've been a photographer for a long time. I like shooting cars. Maybe I'll just show that experience and see where it goes. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, it wasn't until I started getting a lot of feedback from people saying, hey, look, I like what you're doing. It's really awesome. It's inspiring me. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I probably spawned a lot of different people who are starting brands today from, you know, from the emails and DMs that they send me. Absolutely. And, um, you know, that's always, um, you know, that's always amazing to hear to say, hey, look, um, you know, you got me going. And, yeah. and I always just say, hey, look, um, at the end of the day, um, just know that whatever you think the amount of energy was going to take, just multiply that by 10. Yeah. You know, just, just, and Drop never stop. All assumptions, <laughs> right? And expectations, and just embrace whatever happens. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And be willing to do the work really hard. Like, you never know. 
That's what I find. Everybody wants the magic pill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? oh, oh, yeah. Oh, but how do you do that? How do you? Because they think, oh, you figured it out. So just give me your formula, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's what you meant by your post. I saw that. There's no magic pill. Yeah, that, that's that's correct. I always tell people, like, uh, they, always, they always want the overnight story sensation. You know, yeah. like, oh, my God, you just became huge. <clears throat> you know, I remember when, um, you know, obviously because I'm Asian American, but. By the way, you uh, can tell it that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. That helps you. Well, you know, the funny thing is I, I saw this interview with the um, – the, um, I didn't mean to cut you off. There. No, no, no. I, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to hear that story, though. The, I'm Asian-American. <laughs> yeah, I'm Asian-American, as, as you guys can tell. Um, with the Far East movement, I remember the when they started to blow up, they had an interview, I think, on the radio. And so many people were like, oh, you guys are overnight sensation. And he uh, goes, oh, funny you guys say that because we've been, do- we've been doing this for 10 years. It's perception. Yeah. 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 By and, the time people have heard of you, it feels like overnight. Right, exactly. Everyone I've worked with ever. It's not like tomorrow. Like there was a couple that I worked with from the beginning, but even right. that wasn't the beginning. That was like when they were good enough to be known to me. I worked with them and then made them famous, but like it's totally different. Right. The layers of it. Exactly, exactly. Clearly yeah, you've be- experienced some of it too. <laughs> yeah, it's um it's it's interesting, you know. You kind of go through this whole thing and and also becoming more of the in the public eye you know within this niche mm-hmm. I, that's that's what i like about it is it's not you're like a public figure in, in in the whole broad scheme of of the world it's just kind of the small scheme of things agree but do you also find that it makes you better because of that because you have to then hold yourself you're in front of um a mirror at all times sure i think for me like it was always important to um not portray myself in a way that I'm not. And so I, I'm a pretty oh, raw guy. Oh, good for you. So yeah. you're able to just maintain, yeah. Yeah, it, it's that, so but. for my thing as well, I mean, I, I try to do it in a way that's a little bit more diligent on camera versus being a little too raw. Um, I think for me, a lots of times when I come out about something, I just want to make sure that I try to bring who I am to the table. I don't want to say, hey, look, I'm all-knowing. <laughs> I'm all owning, you know, and, and, and apparently people do that, you know, because yeah. I, I, I didn't watch YouTube growing up. And so now that I'm hearing from other people, everyone like wants to, it feels good to be an expert. So everyone sure. wants to be an expert on things. Sure. But they aren't necessarily an expert on things. And watching a few YouTube videos doesn't really make you an expert. Right. On exactly. Things. And I don't ever really want that title because that's that's a lot of weight to carry to say, hey, look, that you know everything. And I think that usually Nobody comes from. Nobody knows anything, let alone exactly. everything. You know what exactly. I mean? <laughs> Once again, the cell phone, right? <laughs> yeah. And I think for me, it's uh, a lot of it just goes back to just I, just sharing the experience. Like when I meet somebody who's gotten a crazy car and he's spent 10 years building it, like I want to share that story with people and saying, hey, look, look what he did. Like you don't have to have $300,000 and buy a brand new GT2 RS. Like you could be this guy who bought it, rusted out, and just learned it as he, as he went. Right. You know, and just tons of people doing that and have been doing that. And so to me, those stories are interesting. Mm-hmm. And so as I start to progress best. within, you know, where 911 Cold is going, really it's just a, now is now realize it's really just a, a community story. It's really about the story of, of a guy who, who does have money and bought his car. But at the same time, what's more interesting is the guy who got his car from his dad in 1968. And he remembers rolling around in the back in it. And now he's got the car from his dad. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like, Dude, that's an awesome. Because I didn't have that story, you know. My dad didn't have a nine eleven growing right. up, and so when I hear those stories, I always get infatuated with it. And so agreed, yeah. So you heard those stories and you wanted to tell some your own. I want to, yeah. Eventually, that's that's where it got to. But I think in the beginning, you know, when you're starting off, you don't know where you're doing. So you wanted to kind of just show off, like you know, my friends had cool cars. Yeah. I was doing photo shoots and starting it off that way, and then you start meeting people, and then you're like, hey, like, should we just? 
get together and share stories. And basically, that's what's coming now, you know, mm. be, or becoming now. And um, I've, I've been fortunate enough where I've known enough people in different circles that I think I kind of have a, I think, uh, a head start in the game because it's not just, you know, sometimes when people are too clicky, they only stick with one group. You know, I know a lot of oh, people yeah, from like different you, Yeah, you go to a car show and you're, they're so-and-so, so let's just go over and that's exactly, it. Exactly, sure. yeah. yeah. And, and I try to keep, um, I always try to keep things, you know, always interesting, trying different places and going to new places and meet new people and all that stuff. And so uh, when we went to Miami for DRT, you know, that was a, that was a really an amazing experience to yeah. meet people who uh, have been following me, but to actually get to meet people in, in their land, you know, away from what you're comfortable right. with. And out of your comfort zone. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, the people in Florida, man, you know, shout out to you guys over there. You guys, uh, you guys really made my trip so wonderful. And um, they're hardcore, you know, and I, and I'm now realizing everybody who probably owns just, you know, most people who own any type of car is usually kind of hardcore, but the Porsche community out there is, is, is just amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. That DRT event looked great. I've not been. Yeah, it's uh, you know, Al over there I mean, there's and great Jaime. people involved in it. Exactly. That's for sure. yeah, yeah. So you know it's gonna be good. Correct. And I think that that's just the biggest thing. I think you're realizing that um it's not just a car show, you know, you're out there supporting good people. Yeah. You know, and so when they had called us to, you know, come out and check it out, I was like, Hey, we've never been to Miami, I always wanted to go. You know, let's go. And so, um, and thankfully, it just turned out to be an amazing event. So, well, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. So, 911 Cooled is still, it's still being figured out, but it's still you and it's your family and it's your interests. Sure. Um, and it feels like, I mean, you said you're being pretty authentic. So, it feels like your personality, right? Sure. Yeah. The guy exactly. I see on, on the TV is the guy who's sitting exactly. Me, yeah. So. I didn't ever want it to be like where, the, you know, where I come with a lot of energy. I'm like, yo, what's up? Oh, I'm boy. here. Oh, and then boy. people in person, they're like, this guy doesn't even have that type of energy, you know? And so, and apparently people, and I Did know you can have a that persona. Way for you? Did it start no, that way? No, no, not at all. It would always, I, it sounded, you know, for me, it was just very awkward because once again, you know, like, <laughs> Hey, I'm talking to a camera and doesn't talk back and here I am, you know, and so But it's yeah. hard to look natural when you're you're doing something that's very not natural. Right, exactly. In front There's of people too. about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I walk around like this. Right, right. Yeah, it's I've gone to I'm not I'm not so nervous doing it in front of people. Um, my thing is just just memorizing what I need to say. I, I'm so eager that I just hit record and I start talking, and I realize like right. I missed a bunch of stuff. So it just <laughs> and exactly said a right. Bunch of shit you didn't need. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Verbosity is my superpower. <laughs> exactly. Slowing stuff down. I think that's the biggest thing too is just learning how to, um, you know, you know, starting a quote unquote brand is that. You know, I had to learn, you know, you have to, it's it's like, I remember I saw this interview with Kanye West and there, cause he was, he was trying to make a shoe and they were yelling at him. He's like, why don't you just um, make your own shoe? You don't need Nike. And he was like, I do need Nike because if I spent all my energy making a shoe, then I can't rap. And if yeah. I can't rap, then my clout goes down and no one's going to buy my shoe. Right. People don't get it. Exactly. You know? And so you got to keep all the plates, you got to keep all the plates spinning. And, um, you know, at the same time I had to learn how to edit, which I get narcoleptic, so usually I'm editing from twelve to five in the morning. So I'm editing I'm just like or legitimately. Just no, like no, I just I just that's it's such a weird. That's thing what, I mean. With. That's what she's picturing. She's yeah. <laughs> what it is here? Here's, here's the best analogy. I feel like I'm in church, and um, I feel like the Monsignor's talking, and I'm just like I feel like you know the boat motion, just like. 
and then, and then 30 minutes later, you wake up with a sore neck. You can't figure out why because now it's 2 in the morning because you've been falling asleep oh. forever. And that's how I lived my life for the last, like, 12 months at least. Probably don't get a proper REM cycle with that, huh? No, I, no, no. I for sure don't. Actually, funny enough, as funny as that is, there was a time, <laughs> there was, there was a time I was sleeping three hours a night for about four months. Oh, boy. And I was at a party one that day. That familiar, too. Uh, and, you know, and that's, I didn't realize how, how detrimental that was mm-hmm. until I was at my friend's. Until it adds up. Well, no, it wasn't then because I, I don't drink coffee. I don't drink soda. I don't drink – I just drink water. And um, I, there was a time where I was at at a party, and I met these two stoners. And they were um, listening to J- the Joe Rogan show. Oh, sure. And they were listening to the, the podcast, right? The podcast, yep. yeah. And he had a sleep scientist on there talking about how – how you absolutely need sleep, and it sounds like common sense, but I was like, no, I, f- no, that I felt one great. Went deep. Yeah, that one really deep, right? I mean, yeah. they were like, they it's were, one of those. You think you're fine, you're you think not you're fine. fine. Yeah, yeah. And so I think at that point I realized, okay, well, now, now I need to incorporate like eight hours into my day, which is tough because now I need to do more work mm-hmm. in less Good time. Luck. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and so it's it got really really tough, and so um, luckily but you're making the time. <sighs> You know what? I'm on and off right now. I still like, for example, my body. Do you body notice starts... a difference when you make the time? I feel I feel like I'm more tired with more sleep. Yeah, really. Yeah. So there are people, right, who are just different. Yeah, I yeah. think so. And I can't even what get eight normally, hours. In. What do you normally do? Five hours? I do. Six? I do five. Yeah. yeah, six if I'm pushing it. And so, um, and you know, there was this big talk about how you really need eight, but I can't force myself to do eight hours unless I sleep at nine. But that's I can't sleep at nine. That's crazy. That's, yeah. The thing I found, just to jump in, is that six is fine. Don't be afraid to take naps. Mm. Like everyone, some people need that additional, like a couple hours later or whatever. Like just take a nap, and it literally can be five minutes. Right, right, right. And so I used to think naps. Well, it used to take me forever to fall asleep, so naps were hours. But like, it can be five minutes. I will. Who knows? I I probably do do that. I just don't realize because my neck. Once again, I only know I'm sleeping (laughs) because my neck pains. Do you meditate or anything like that? I don't, but I should. No, no, I'm, I'm not implying that. I no, just, no. Um, it's all connected to me. It, the sure. napping and the meditation thing, like some people meditate in the morning and then halfway through the day, they're like, oh, but if you meditate again, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it re-ups it. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of, a, I was curious if there was anything there. I, I, I do believe in all of that. I think I just need to be better with time management, you know. That's hard for Almost everybody. Yeah, yeah. I think the big problem today is between the phone, the computer, with all the little dings and beeps screens, and bops. Yeah. And do you have all your beeps and bops on? I do. <laughs> all my do. beeps and bops are off. I yeah. don't have a single notification. I, on none. It. I need to do that for sure. I did that. Honestly, it changed my life. It yeah. made it allowed me to be focused. Oh, yeah. This. Yeah. Yeah. I well, it to. also lets you like, what are you thinking is on your phone? Like, who would you really care that someone texted? Like, I don't. You're putting a lot of importance on that stuff. Yeah, I just I need I guess I need to shut it off outside of just family and you know. No, you, nobody's saying you should do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. We no. are not those people. No, no. But I no I, I used to be like that before I went to Miami, and then I turned everything back on because people were DMing me oh, in well, Miami, there, and, and then sure. I wasn't getting till two hours later. So I turned it on, oh. and I never turned it off. And you're right, that's something I do need to do. It makes a difference for it me. Does. No, it makes a difference for sure. Yeah. And um, when I edit, like, I, it takes me like twelve hours to edit something, like a video, because I'm distracted all day. Like, yeah. and, and I'm you know, yeah. You're not just you're not able to just sit there and focus. crank it out in two hours. Yeah. Plus, I'm a guy. Men just have a hard time doing that in general. But plus, all the sounds, it's just like you know, my wife says squirrel, and I'm like. <laughs> 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 That's really funny. No, it's it's bad. It's bad. I, I have ADD to the max. So, 
Uh, well, that's that's. It seems like it's built in with everything that you're you're so driven. You're, you're constantly challenging yourself. You know what I mean? It seems like that would be built in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. ADD comes with that. I I think so. Yeah, I just got to learn how to manage it. I guess so. Yeah, if it's a problem, it is a problem. Oh, <laughs> now I see. Well, what about an assistant or something like that? I don't mean Siri. Yeah. You know, I think at this point in time, a real paid human, <laughs> right? Right. I think I'm at the time. I'm at the point now where probably in the next six months to twelve months, I'll probably be able to do that at least financially. Yeah. Um, it, it took me a while. At least I think one of my other big challenges was to see if I can grow the brand without any major endorsement. Mm. Like for example, I know oh, I know enough. I know a lot of enough people that are big in the game. That I could have said, hey, can you plug me with this dude and this dude and that yeah. dude? But I wanted to see if the brand itself could always just grow from from just being its own sure. entity. And you, you know, said from the beginning, you like building things from the bottom. Exactly. So if the, you wanted to know if your foundation's strong enough exactly. to support the whole thing on its own, I yeah, love exactly. That. So Sounds that was familiar. that was once again, and as you guys know, it's it's one of those things that you don't. I mean, you can't rush things, you know. And, and many people do try. It's all timing anyway. Exactly. And. Um, and I think for me, I, I'm at the tipping point now where I feel like I have enough traction now where, you know, people are recognizing at least the brand and the yeah. name and stuff. And so I've been blessed to this point, but I feel like to get to where I need to be, I, I need to do a harder push, but I need to build a team right. to do that. And the other issue is because I'm more or less a perfectionist, <laughs> I need to lower my standards to like maybe 80% to say, hey, look, I need to start letting go. I don't know if I agree with you because I'm struggling with the same thing. <laughs> does that make sense? Yes, it does. <laughs> so because where I'm at right now is my foot is stuck in the door saying, no, it's all about quality because if you want quantity, it's already out there. So I'm saying we have to rise up the quality. Otherwise, it, it, you and I haven't been doing this for 10 years. Like, oh, I mean, you know, like, like the Matt Ferris and the Adam Carollas of the world. Um, so we haven't, we don't have that. It's like a used car salesman who just started on the job. Like he doesn't have the 20 years worth of customers that are just constantly coming in, uh, that he's already talked to. It's almost like we've missed that boat. So we have to do something different. Yeah. Yeah. We had to work way harder for sure. Or do something different. Different. Yeah. Which is also working harder because you have to think outside the box. But it's different for me. It's not harder because it's, it's where I live. I live up here in my thinking space. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So if we think of different ways or better ways or whatever, like you do constantly, I know you're always noodling. I can see it in your eyes right now. (laughs) I saw it when you walked into the studio and you're looking at stuff and I was like, he's, he's doing it. He's doing all the work in his head. Yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like we have to do something different and you shouldn't worry about, you know, the harder push or whatever. All that stuff is important. You, you, what does Magnus always say? Go with your gut. You know what's up. You know what's right for you, and you've believed in this thing from the beginning right. that it was going to. You were on, wanted to see, but you believed that it could stand sure. on its own. Uh, yeah. As and somebody who's look. watching you, <laughs> it's standing on its own, and yeah. it's only if you stopped working today, it will continue getting bigger. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because yeah, your shit's sure. out there. Like it's going to keep getting watched. I'm sure you, right. like me, I've said like, oh, only 300 people watch this specific video, but somehow. The counts go up a thousand a day because they're watching other shit that's already on there. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, my point is, um, I think that you're doing great, and you should focus more on the fact that you're doing great. It's you know, it's and just it's, do more of it and make it make it better and more efficient for you and sure. whatever you need to do to work it into your thing. But I don't think I think the model of more, more, more is dead. I think people like us killed it, <laughs> <laughs> and it's killling sure. people. So it's like find yeah. a way to do it so you don't die. 
because you're doing you're doing <laughs> great thing. stuff. Yeah, just keep doing what you're doing and and just keep honing it. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. 9/11. That's that's yeah. been our theory. Mm-hmm. All right, we made our little 9/11. Now you may like it, you may not like it, but this is what we make, and we're just going to focus all the time on making it better and better and better. I feel like you do that. Yeah, you know, I think I've that's always been like a life motto is just progression. You know, it's it's um, when I started the whole YouTube thing. You know, I, when I was telling you guys earlier, just doing this and talking to the camera is so awkward. I'm still not even used to doing this after 19 months. And I think it's one of those things where, you know, when I was talking to my buddies, the whole idea of progression really is this thing that um, you know you're going to suck in the beginning. And in the beginning, no one's even going to watch you. So it doesn't even really matter. That's yeah. what we it's, said. Exactly. You know, and just going to be a point it's where. It's just a fishbowl. Exactly. Petri you know? dish, whatever you want to use. Right. Yeah, and, and and so there's a, there's a point in time where you just you can maybe use the tools to do it, tell a better story. For example, I mumble and stutter all the time on camera, but I could just cut it, and it looks like I'm smooth. But in reality, I was walking up and down your sidewalk doing you know 14 takes to do an intro. You know? <laughs> that's the reality, guys. Like nobody ever talks about that type of stuff, but that's what it takes. You know, to do a 15 second intro, it took 15 minutes of constant redoing different takes and like writing's rewriting i say that all the time and it is the same with any creative endeavor like it's redoing and refinishing and remaking it yeah you you guys do incredible stuff so it's super neat to watch you your passions kind of get highlighted by really cool stuff yeah, I, I just, agree with her. Yeah, I, I just you know, and I and, and like you guys said, I think it's it's comments like that usually that um that make me take a step back and go, hey, look, you know, because you know when you're so hyper focused, you're not you, you, zoom you kind in. of yeah you yeah. kind of forget about a lot of stuff. And actually, it wasn't until recently because of Luft Six coming up, I went back and started looking at some of the older videos, and I realized, hey, it's been a year now. Do you look like, at your old ones that you used to think, man, this, I nailed this one. And you look at it now and you're like, God, there's so much time here. Why did I linger on that shot? This, that, the other. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't do that a lot because I'm just I'm just constantly working on the future. But sure. I did recently and I said, man, like this one was okay. This one was terrible. This one actually ha- – I was like – sometimes I get to the point where I was like, man, I didn't even know I shot that because it was more of a <laughs> cinematic way. And I'm like, I don't really think like that. You know, I'm more of a vlogger, so I'm like – but you did that day for whatever reason. Yeah, for whatever for whatever reason. So I'm like, well, maybe there is inherently something deeper that I can do, and um, so that just kind of storytelling wise. Yeah, maybe yeah. I don't know. I just I'm I'm still confused, guys. Like it's just <laughs> <laughs> nothing is easy. That's that's why I always tell my interns like life is always hard, and um, I always tell them, um, you know, to all the the kids at the shop, what's up? You know, um, I want to make sure that you guys always know that I always always tell them that. It's always important to know that no matter what status someone's at, you know, whether they have 10 cars or one car or a massive house, you know, they have problems that you don't understand. There you go. And it, what money doesn't money doesn't solve problems. Right. You know, and so you'll get to the point where, you know, when you when you're young, when you're 20 years old and you have no money, you just think that if I just get enough money, it'll just solve itself. And well, we're told that too. Yeah, of course. You know, that's <laughs> the society we definitely that's, live in for that's sure. How you solve problems is exactly. Right. Yeah, make more money, you know, and and my thing always is is um like no, you need to find first of all, I, I tell people like, you know, just consume less. You know, like stop buying stuff that you don't need. Yeah, that it's Earth Day for goodness sake. Hey You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there you go. Way to go. Mother Earth, you know, we're so sorry we've been consume mindfully is something that I hashtagged, yeah. you know? Yes. 
Yeah, you know, big just deal. all the time. We it all got we deal. all we we're all selling stuff, so we all got to keep buying stuff. You know right. what I mean? Like we're not trying to crash any systems here, but there are ways to get more mindful and more uh, responsible. I think. Sure, sure. Yeah, and you hone what you I didn't want. Mean to cut you off again? No, no, no. You're like good. just Sorry. hone what you want. Like get what you want and collect and covet and purchase and pick up what you want. Like that's what it's all about. Exactly. I think you know it's we live in a society now where because of phones. You're you're constantly reminded that you don't have something, yeah. and I think that's pro- part of the reason why pro- probably air cooled Porsches have driven up so much, is that, you know, like in the past, if you wanted a car, it was always in the back of your mind, and you would see it on the road once in a while. And it's like, hey, man, one day I'll have that car. Did you grow up that way? I, I absolutely grew up that way, where I thought uh, DeLoreans is what it was when I was a kid because of the movie the whole mm-hmm. bit. So it was like. Anytime I'm driving with my parents or going to a mall or whatever, I'm literally scanning for or <laughs> whatever it was, a right. Porsche, a Lamborghini, whatever it happened to be. Did, were you that same way? Because you seem to be almost borderline autistic like me. <laughs> for sure. I think um, I think inherently car guys are always scanning for cars. Like yeah. On the other but side I mean freeway. even as a kid. I mean like way back when. You know, you know? I have this conversation just this morning and I think um, kind of going back to this thing where, where um, there's a recent study that came out by Lyft. And they were saying that um, in 1983, that 50% of, I think, teenagers at the age of 16 were getting licenses. Mm-hmm. And they just re- did a recent study again, and now it's down to 25%. Yeah. No, they don't want to drive anymore. They don't want to drive. I'm glad you brought this up. And um, a couple of my buddies said that they have uh, friends with kids that are in high school, and they refuse to uh, drive. Yep. They don't want, and, Me too. And even in college, they're still getting yep. dropped off. Yep. Or Uber or whatever. Uber, yeah, yep. they're just Ubering, which is pretty crazy. That's it's, been our experience too, specifically with Los Angeles area children, kids, whatever. Um, and we associate it with just the fact that, I mean, th- there's a lot of means around here. So that's part of it too. You know, you can just take an Uber if you want. Um, but th- the whole lack of like, ah, I can't be bothered. Can't be bothered. I don't want to, you mean drive a car, like get over there myself? I can't, that means I can't, it's offline time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's a weird thing to me. Is that what? It, do you know what it is? Why is it? Why did the kids not want to? Drive? I think you know this this massive generational gap that's happening now, and I think it's you know it's it's. Conf- I think well, especially if you live in L.A. Like in San- I was in San Francisco last year for Car Week, and you there's nowhere to park. I mean, if right. I live in the city, yeah, it's not I would, convenient. It is not convenient, and it's very expensive. And if you leave, like if you rushed out to go inside to grab some food, and you left your backpack in the car. Is someone's gonna break into the car? It it San Francisco, I think, is number one in the country for property crime. Yeah, I read that literally this yeah. morning. It's it's an, and it's, I think Seattle's number two or something. But it's oh. I saw this whole study on or this whole documentary on it. It's, it's it's insane. And I think maybe stuff like that I can understand. But if you don't live in the city, I mean. When we were young, like getting your license was freedom. That's you know, it. Like, That's yeah. absolutely. We associated it with freedom. Right. But I couldn't get it fast enough. Exactly. Like, it was all. I, where'd you grow up? I grew. I grew up in Chino Hills. Yeah. Okay. So not LA. Not like, LA. Okay. Yeah. It's so funny. People think do think differently about getting your license in the city versus like, I couldn't get it fast enough. Like I said, Pointe Hills is on the way, but not as far. Right. Uh, yeah, it's about fifty minutes out. Yeah, hmm. I just think that's where that mall was. Exactly from the from the. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it's slightly a little different, but it's pretty much the same. The oh, I, yeah, I haven't seen it in a while, but man, I spent enough time there. Holy shit! Um, <laughs> let's see what else is on the card here. Uh, oh, production wise, is it just you? Do you have a team of people working with you? Because you, your output is quite it, like us. We put out a lot of uh, uh, material. Yeah, no, it's just me. My wife helps me out here and there. Um, she helps out with all the uh, so all the guys that order uh, merch. 
my wife's fulfilling most of that stuff. Um, we do a lot of stuff online and drop shipping now because our entire house was turning to a fulfillment center. Right. And we talked about that once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were so, trying to avoid that and we still haven't figured out how to do it. Yeah. It's, it's not fun. It's, uh, well, I'm going to pick your brain on the drop shipping thing. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Well, Hunziker's going to help us out as well. I'm yeah. Gonna this I got week, tons of We're in the place where we have to figure all There's that out. There's a lot of new questions that have not been addressed. Exactly. How did you, just to switch gears for a second, how did you, uh, did you do merch from the beginning? I started merch six months after I started. Um, how did you officially. decide that that was the time to do it? And then how did you? Would you start with a shirt? Um, or what? I mean, yeah, I started with a shirt. Um, I'm not going to follow you, but I am curious now that yeah. like, this is the first time I've ever thought about sure. it in my life. No, it's. Um, I think what it was is um, I knew eventually that's the direction that I would have to go in order to become more sustainable. Um, I was lucky enough. My buddy Mark, who's an amazing designer, at the time I was looking for a designer. Um, I had put it up on Instagram. And uh, his wife, April, was like, well, how about Mark? And funny enough, my buddy Mark, is he's very talented, but he's so shy. Like, he would never, like, plug himself and say, hey, like, Drew, like, I'm available. So his wife had to do it. And I was like, you know, he had done some <laughs> stuff from my camera shop. And I realized, I was like, hey, Mark is really good. But because he's so quiet, like, like he didn't pop up in my head. Right. And so when she had plugged him, I was like, hey. So me and Mark sat down, and we went over some ideas. And what I love about Mark is – you know, you get a lot of people who have talent, who have artistic ability, but they also have an ego. Mm. And here's the problem. I tell them everything I want, and then they come out with something, and you're totally like, different. <laughs> where did this even come from? Like, <laughs> I wanted a rabbit, and you give me a frog. Like, huh? It's better. Yeah, it's better. And I'm like, no, bro. That's you want not a what frog. I <laughs> you want a frog, right? <laughs> oh, my good Lord. And so I think what – I think luckily I was blessed that uh, Mark came into my life because Mark – He's an amazing designer, but he took my idea and said, hey, look, let me put that in a, in a visual form. Because I had ideas on what I wanted. I just didn't know how to maybe create it. Or it would have taken me a long time to create. Mm. And so Mark was able to do that for me in a, in a much shorter, compact period of time. And Mark was just he, just, he just saw my vision, and he was just on board from, from the get. And you so, need that, man. Yeah, I was, that was a huge blessing. And luckily me. it was somebody you already knew, so that was yeah, already yeah. Uh, built in. Um, and then, and what would you say, t-shirts, hats, all the usual stuff? Yeah, you know, most of the other merch came a little bit later down the line. I wanted to not overwhelm myself with getting too much merch. And you, you kind of understand the nightmare that just comes from adding one extra skew to the whole thing. Because it it's not like everything comes from one place. Yeah. You know, it comes from every different source. So you're working with, you know, somebody who's doing your silk screening. You're working with someone who's making your hats, your stickers. And you're working with every single vendor that – you know, puts on different times, you know, and, and you got to coordinate with all that. So then I realized like being I became a contractor a, for a, a construction build. Exactly. Yeah. Then I realized now I have to be a project manager. Right. Right. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. yeah. You had to be a project manager. You had to, had to do art direction. It's still production. It is. It's all of it is. And it, it's a song and dance. Like if I sit on my computer, if I think about doing pro, um, production for design, then the entire day I'll spend doing that. Then I realized, like, after a while, I'm like, oh, I haven't done a video. So then I have to sit down and do a video. And so here I am trying to fork out as much as I can. Meanwhile, your regular business, your family, yeah, all the normal stuff. Exactly. That's and, that's and you know what? And at the same time, like, what I'm sacrificing is time with my son right now because, you know, he's nine. And, you know, those are the things that kind of keep me up at night. Well, he's here right now, so you're not yeah. sacrificing this moment, which is nice. <laughs> and he's he awesome. keeps popping into the studio. But the thing is, you know, the, the funny thing about um, time is that you, I could be next to you, but if I'm working on my computer, you might as well be in the next state. Yeah. Because we're not, In another year. In another year, <laughs> I mean, exactly. it doesn't matter. Yeah, so I think those are things that I'm trying to be a little bit more sensitive to because, you know, as you know, it's only going to be a few more years before he's just like, like, I don't 
need to go where you're going and you know you know i'm a teenager now and so i want to do my own thing and so i know my time is very limited so um i think that um at some point on new year's day uh another year's on april's fools i did a kind of a joke saying um you know that i was gonna slow down or probably stop it after the summer and <laughs> people kind of got pissed off when i did that because they're like well, what do you mean and you know and i told them it was a joke however there's some truth to it you know that you know, when, when you're doing as much as, uh, you know, any of us are doing that who are really pushing hard, you know, there's a point where I got to slow down or I had to start relying on people and, you know, building a team is not easy. That That's a whole job in itself to build a team, right. you know, and at the same time I had to keep the, the machine moving. And so, you know, I get overwhelmed a lot, but I try not to think about it too much. I try to just say, Hey, today just focus on this and knock it out of the park. And, and that's what I try to do, you know? And so, um, eventually with time, I know that, uh, the team will come, but, um, you know, it's just one of those things that hopefully will progression. The team you know. can help a lot if you're able to run the team exactly. and not strangle the team. You know what I mean? The, yeah, exactly. The, the team can really, I, I'm saying this from somebody who has always been a, a loner man of one, you know, whatever the one man show. Uh, but we have a small team now working on this show. I mean, you know, we didn't book yes. you. Somebody else did. Yes. Uh, we've got a few bookers on the show. We've got a few producers that help us here and there. We've got certainly a lot of other people that are looking out for us now. Um, I find that the team is what allow is what's allowing this to um, go to the next level. Yeah, yeah. Which is all happening like right now. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. So um, – Maybe the team isn't the problem and the timing isn't the problem, but maybe you just need to figure out how you feel about how, how it all works together. Exactly. That's for sure. I got to coordinate and direct all that. Once again, it's another job I got to add to the list. And, and um, But I'm trying to just try to – I'm lobbing it into your court to say that it's actually going to help you and take stuff sure. off of your list and make your job easier. Sure. I'll yeah. interrupt and just say everyone thinks that like – I'll delegate and I'll hire people to do stuff, but they forget the part that it's still a team that you have to manage. Right. And I, I know that we've talked about it, but like everyone always says, oh, but I'll, oh, but I'll, oh, but it's like back up and pause and like, let's look at what you want before you start putting people in place to do sure. stuff that sure. have nothing to do with what you actually want. Sure. I think that's going back to once again, still trying to figure out what I do want, you know, yeah. a mist of all of this because mm. it was never, Something that I just start from the get and said, "Hey, look, here's 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 a five year plan." You yeah, know, I, that's that, an interesting point. Yeah, and so for me, it's 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 within the the grasp of the the brand. I'm still out there saying, "Hey, look, do I want to do this or that?" Because I'm still kind of experimenting. You're still in the questioning. Yeah, phase. I'm still in the, very much in the okay. questioning phase. Yeah, because you know those things kind of take time, and and I like doing all of it, but I just don't have enough time to do all of it. So mm-hmm. I love designing. I love coordinating. I love um, networking. I love talking to um, new people. At the same time, like, for example, when my buddies go to meets, they love it. They drive, go to meets, and talk to people. When I go to meets, not only do I have to prep, then when I show up to I have to drive my it's car, work. and then when I go there, I have to do video. I have to do photos. I have to also try to network, but then not also cut people short and then say, hey, look, let me get back to work. And there are times where I'll go to meet, have a good conversation with somebody, and then people start leaving, and of course, I have no material. Yep. And so that <laughs> happens every that's, time. Yeah, that's a problem. So it's had a like, great coffee, great conversation, great time, no material. <laughs> I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> yeah. Or there's the ones that are fantastic, and everyone's like, you were there? I'm like, yeah, because I was standing in the bush over there, and the tree <laughs> over there, and wherever the heck to get the material, you know? Right. For sure. Um, it's it's tough. It's it's really tough in that sense. I started a food vlog because I love food. And I realized that. You're so skinny. You're a little guy. Oh, man. Do you eat a lot? 
you know, you know, I used love, to eat a lot, but quali- I, I love quanti- quality. quality of food. Yeah. But the problem to me is that um, I realized don't start a food vlog because the problem is that when you're when you're eating, you want to enjoy the food, but you have to talk and like you have to analyze the food. Oh, it's like an unboxing. It, I'm, I never have the patience for it. I need the thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, 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 it's horrific. It's like I love to eat, but I can't even enjoy that no You're more. You're ruining your I'm experience. Like, oh, well, hold on. Let me describe this to you. And I have to <laughs> think about it, and it's just so terrible. Oh, wow. my goodness. It's, it's bad. So, yeah. so That's that, the same for going to a car show, though. I mean, you just described the exact same exactly, situation. Exactly. So now there's a – I want to say there's anxiety, but there's a level of angst where I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like That's why I can't go to every single meet because – then I would have uh, be backed up forty shows, yeah. and it's just, and then people are like, well, "When's it coming out?" I'm like, "I don't know." There's all this priority stuff. And Sometimes people don't get that. Well, they're at a show, you're in the studio, right, 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 a, exactly, know, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Gosh. I saw you guys saw uh, Mike at the Motoring Club. What's up, Mike? I love you. Hi, Mike. <laughs> oh yeah, we do love Mike. Love Actually, that yeah, guy. he's great. I love Mike. He's so awesome. We just uh, I just I talked to him this morning about a couple things. So um, I'm, I'm we're working on. He's doing been here too. He was a guest on the show, I think, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that episode, and so yeah, man. We, me and Mike, and his uh, uh, the Modern Club, the the clubhouse is opening soon, right? Yeah. So they're having a soft. It's funny because um, he sent an email out on, for a soft launch. I think this Thursday, and randomly I was checking my promotions tabs, which I never do. And randomly, I saw the Motoring Club email, which I think that was his first email. So mm. randomly, I found it. And I was like, "Oh no, Thursday!" Because I'm shooting, um, I'm shooting Jared's car Thursday, and that's gonna be in Redlands, and he's gonna be on, you know, on the West Coast. So I was like, "Dude, I can't make it." Mm. But um, but he's doing, a, I think, another launch coming up. Uh, his hard launch. There's something in the beginning of May, I believe. Yeah, something like that. Maybe. Yeah. It's exciting. I think he's been talking doing, about it for a while. They're doing a. a, a it was a video showing, right? I just got the yeah. yeah. Uh, John Benton and uh, and somebody Bart, else. Bart, yeah. yeah. And I don't know what the name of this, but it's a Jeremy Heslip video. Nice. I'm gonna do that premiere. Yeah, that's yeah. it's gonna be. Man, I'm so excited. Mike's just so awesome, and he's. We've been. I met him at the um, the car week last year, and he was telling me about like his dreams and hopes and all that stuff. So now that he finally has gotten it, to me, yeah. it's just it's so cool to see that progression because he's just like, oh my gosh, it's happening right now. Same here. You I know? remember when he drove to L.A. and he, his first stop was at the at I think that uh, the one up at whatever oh, some car some car thing, and it was like, oh man, you because he has New York plates and the whole bit. So we had that conversation, and it was the same thing as you, like a year and a half ago, fresh on the scene. Now he's not not only is his business doing well, he's opening up a shop and the whole bit. Yeah, it's so amazing. Good for you. So you seem to be very. Very, very um, uh, positive, very ingratiating, um, very communal with uh, the other folks. Yeah, you know. Not everyone is like that. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, we're just talking about that with my other buddy today because, um, you know, within any car group, there's always drama, of course. And I think um, trying to – I know for me, there's there's obviously a lot of politics um, within the scope of things. And I know probably, uh, you know, you know – competitors and this and that or old beef with this person that person and at the end of the day you know i'm trying to keep my guard up and try to keep you know the lefties and the righties all Mm -hmm. happy and you know and trying to say hey look you know maybe there's a happy medium between everything and you know sometimes for some people you know those things are kind of hard to grasp if i'm in this circle that circle and at the end of the day i realize like you know you can't make everybody happy right and so um you know if 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 feelings get hurt you know i didn't mean it but you know at the end of the day it just it is what it is everybody wants to put you in a box and all i 
think of is that uh, the dancing with the lake. You know, nobody puts baby in a. It's like stop putting Dirty us dancing. in boxes. <laughs> yeah. Our type of people, we don't fit in a box. Yeah. You're yeah. not going to find one for us. So stop trying. Exactly. Can't yeah. you just let us be us? But you know, you don't not... have to watch our videos. Like right, who cares? Right. Well, I just saw this thing this morning. Uh, Amy Shore is a photographer, a female photographer in the UK. She's one of my favorite photographers. She's so amazing. And she just got this DM from some jerk today saying, um, so she shoots a lot of classic cars. And um, she recently did a promo for BMW with their new SUV. And this guy wrote her a really nasty DM about, um, you know, you know, why are you selling out? You know, that's not even a classic car. I can't even take you serious oh. now. What, and you lost like, credibility because you did a new car? Yeah, and, and that's grief. insane. It's like, and, and, you know, and she was very respectful in her response, but basically told him, like, hey, just unfollow me because, you know, like. It's I gotta, easier for everybody. It's easier for everybody. And at the end of the day, like, you know, she's like, hey, I got to make a living. And, you know, they're a big sponsor for what I do. And it is what it is, you know. And, you know, and my thing was, I think people have to realize, like, content is never free. Even if you get to watch it for free, there's there's a cost mm-hmm. somewhere. And to if you someone. feel to someone, somewhere. Oh, yeah. And you can't go out and just start telling somebody that they're selling out when you, I mean, have you if you love something, have you supported? And if you haven't, you can't go and point fingers and say you're a sellout. To Nor me, have you done your research to see if that's even true. Exactly. You know, and just to me it's just crazy. And and I think the audacity for somebody to even DM somebody on that notion it's like just crazy to me, and it's like the I don't know what the world's come to, and it's like the stuff so, people say about people about things yeah. that you can't change. Yeah, it's really yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't want to I don't want to get into it, but I mean right, people right. say things. People sure. say things about you know us. Same, same yeah. as you. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, and at the end of the day, and these you people know, people have no idea what Mrs. Ryan or myself or are going through or went through to get here. Sure, sure. <laughs> and the same as you. Exactly, and I think for me, it always is when I hear people talking you know, smack about somebody. My thing is, hey, look, at the end of the day, you and that person might have had some discrepancies or whatever the case is. However, um, you know, that might have been one point in time. You know, maybe you guys don't even feel that way anymore or whatever the case is or people try to get you to pick sides and do this or that. And I was like, hey, look, you know, you know, at the end of the day, you can't, you can't fight drama. Drama is always going to be there. But at the end of the day, you know, my thing is like, hey, I'm, I'm not sitting here in a room trying to Stir, stir the pot. My thing mm. is like, how do I continue to elevate what I'm trying to do, which is bring just bring more jo- joy to people and say, hey, look, like, how do we? What is it that we all love? You know, let's let's concentrate on that yes. versus saying, hey, look, let's stop just being angry at each other and saying, hey, look, you like purple and I hate purple, so your car sucks. <laughs> and it's like, whoa. And lots of times, it's as simple as that, right? Can't you just go to the other side of the parking lot? Like, there's so, <laughs> so many colors cares? of cars here. Exactly. And it, and and sometimes some people they get so wound up over like oh my gosh you put that part on that car are you stupid <laughs> and it's like yeah. oh my relax you know it's it's not you your have car come from a place of question yeah you know, exactly. hey, why did you what that's an interesting choice sure. why did you put that mac dog on the front of your 911 because <laughs> right. that's an unusual choice <laughs> you know what i mean but then 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 you might have a real conversation about it you might exactly. even end up with a buddy hey Mm-hmm. That that's the thing. I think at the end of the day, it just or at least you know what you don't like about it. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> and you know why. Yeah, just hey, that's not my that's yeah. not my thing. But that's yeah, your good car, for you. So good yeah, good for you. you. That's yeah. weird. That's weird. Good for you. Which is what it's really all about. Exactly. Like, who cares about the rest of it? It's yeah. an experience. It's an opinion, you know. And um, you know, at the end of the day, it's um, um, you know, when someone has something to say about somebody, my thing is, hey, look, you know, that's. Uh, I find uh, I don't want to go too far down this road, but I find that all the shops in LA, all the Porsche shops, you know what I mean? Every pick one; it doesn't matter which one. 
you can find a group of people who have fantastic things to say about it and the opposite. Yeah. And yeah. every single one. There is no like, oh, that's the shop you should go to because they've never had a problem and they've never had a bad customer. <laughs> they've never had a misunderstanding. Like, it doesn't it, – That doesn't exist. We're all humans. Yeah. This whole thing is Earth. None of it's perfect. Yeah. I think that uh, everyone zooms in, like you were talking about before, just zoomed in on uh, on the problems and the issues instead of what you're doing sure. and you're trying to do. Expanding it out and being like, hey, man, zoom out far enough. We're all the same. Stop right. hating. Yeah, you know, I think – You don't um, have to like what I do, but just sure. don't pay attention to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, I think lots of times when um, – I mean, for example, if I had nothing going on and I just wanted to concentrate on hate, I mean, I could. Yeah. But I think people <laughs> are typically – It's easier. Yeah, it's, easier to, it's easier to hate. It's easier to, to say, think hey, about look. the things you don't like. Right, you know, and I think that if you just took a minute to say, hey, look – there's probably some stuff in my life I should probably work on because who's perfect? Yeah. And at the end of the day, like you should be out there. If you spent more time on you, you wouldn't be worried about what Joe Schmo's doing yes. because you're like, hey, yeah. you know, you do you. I'm doing me, right? Exactly. And so, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, it's um, it's um, people always have beef with somebody, and that's fine. You know, the world's not a perfect place, but also at the same time, you know, that's what makes it more interesting. You know, you get to meet people of different likes and stuff and you find out you click with this person and maybe not with that person and maybe in a few i've had i've had instances where i didn't get along with somebody but a couple of years down the line we found new grounds on something same here you know? sure. and so you know it's it because you didn't shut the door exactly did that yeah I, you know you try not to burn too many bridges i mean there's some people that just never change and you know you just move on but you know like i said i barely have time to do the things that i want to do let alone just sit there and just just hate on somebody and go ooh. <laughs> This person. And I was like, man, I my list is too long. Too much time on their hands. Too much time on their hands. Yeah. Um, Drew, you are absolutely delightful. I could keep talking to you because this has just been a very, very easy conversation. It's We're out of time, but is there anything um, that you have for us? I mean, you do this too, and we don't – this is our first chance to have a conversation. So I just want to at least open it up to you. I want to come back to you guys in like a year and see like how much don't you guys Don't wait grown. that long. Don't wait that long. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things like I, I just, I love seeing progression and like just talking about Mike and then talking about you guys and then talking about, you know, where I'll be and just, just, in, just in general, just talking about stories. Yeah. And that's what, you know, and, and, and for me in a year, we hope to, um, you know, go to Europe um, and, and just travel different places and meet different spectacular people. That's kind Beautiful. of our big, our big thing now. And we've got enough response from people globally to do that cool. and so i think that's something that do you that's fund those focusing. trips by with the photo shoots and stuff sometimes so so far right now i remember I've, the drt push so that's why i was asking exactly that was still funded by uh myself so oh, everything okay. yeah everything i'm still doing is still self-funded and so i've been lucky enough that um you know can you subsidize with a photo shoot here or there when you travel like that? I, I i do but the thing is also when a time it's very busy like that it's really hard to separate people from you know the groups and stuff and so um i'll do what i can and sometimes i'll try to show up a little bit early so mm -hmm. i can do stuff like that but you know it's it's one of those things that um normally i'll try to make enough stuff on the back end to try to make up for versus on the front end because gotcha. it's just it, it just adds more stress to the the whole event so yeah people um, don't understand that either front loading is not the way to go yeah <laughs> it just adds so much yeah, stress like you said it is you know, it, stress decreases as things get checked off the list sure sure exactly <laughs> especially I mean, in production and i'm at the point now where like just marking a checkbox next to something it is so gratifying Done. you're just like oh man <laughs> just, let me cherish this one moment if we get all the ones <laughs> under you know just yeah you're awesome yeah um and nothing else for us 
Um, no, I, like okay. I said, it's just yeah. I love You're coming back, but don't wait a year. Come back whenever you want. You know, like come back when you want to. Come back when. Come back like it's a talk show appearance when you have a clip of your next thing or sure, something like sure. that. You know I think I mean? maybe after a major trip. You know, cool. we'll come back and share with you guys. Oh, and, good. That'd be yeah, awesome. That would be super awesome. So. And then it lives on your channel, but like it's a neat little, you know, uh, premiere type of thing. It's yeah, fun. for sure. Yeah. yeah. And we can catch up. Thanks Check for out. having me, guys. Um, thank you, Thanks man. You're an absolute pleasure. Oh, so let's see. Where is my I lost. It's totally unprepared. You don't have a phone, do you? I do not. All right. Well, then you guys talk. I'll get mine. <laughs> well, <laughs> what, do you have a blog or a vlog? I do. I have both. So, really? Yeah, I have a blog, um, which is 911cooled.com, and then Wait the vlog second. is through YouTube. Yeah. This is what we're supposed to do on the story. I just asked one question. <laughs> she said to conversate, so we're conversating. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I'll ask again. You're the best. Do you have a vlog or a blog? Um, I have a blog and a vlog. So the <laughs> vlog is through YouTube, and the blog is through the website. Um, but the blog has been struggling because All – right. um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear about why your blog's struggling. We're going to build it up for yeah, you. Yeah, sure. How do people find you on social? Um, there we go. Hey, so, Drew. Hey, what's up? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on the show. Lovely studio. It is exquisite. You're awesome, man. Yeah. How do people find you on social? Um, basically, you can go to 911cooled on Instagram and .com, and you can find most of my merch there and uh, stories and videos and everything else that comes with that. So, And there's a lot, right? There's a it's lot growing. of content. It's growing Good for stuff. sure. So. Awesome. All through your website, I like. It. Yeah, so. yeah. You seem to have figured out the logistics of how it all, the infrastructure for how it all sort of. Yeah, lives. well, a lot of my old interns, you know, they're twenty five, twenty six now. So all the programmers, all the web guys, you know, they have careers and this stuff now. So I just call them up and say, like, "Hey, remember that time when I was guiding you in life? <laughs> you I know? need a favor. <laughs> yeah, I need a favor." So, but you do you have sh- it all nice with the hub. Like you just have one link goes to the hub, yeah. and then from there you've got everything. It's really yeah, nice. yeah. That's been struggling because I haven't been <laughs> able to. <laughs> I do maybe every fifth story on there because it's just so much work. You know, something has to give, and that's one of them. So Good for you. I like that, though. Something does always have to give. Uh, Mrs. Ryan, this has been so much fun. I hope that you've enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, we've got Monique Thomas, which is awesome. Very excited about that. Um, Freeman Th- Thomas's daughter for Car People. Oh, but my But she's goodness. a comedian for Our People. Yeah. And, uh, and <laughs> that's so a so nice crazy. introduction for both worlds to get a little bit of both. Uh, crossover. It's mm-hmm. a very simple, easy word for that that I couldn't find. Uh, so tomorrow, Monique Thomas, and Wednesday is Bob Zaney. Now, is that Zaney Comedian. from Zanies? Not Zaney from Zanies, like no. the Zanies Comedy Club. Okay. No. All right. Different. But Bob Zaney. Yeah. Awesome. Drew, you're absolutely delightful. Mrs. Ryan, I love you so much. I love you too. Drew, we love you so much. Oh, man. That's love awesome. You guys. I love seeing you. We love everybody at home. Please love one another, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye, guys. I guess we'll just leave it on the, uh, the descriptions.